0: You were bragging, oh, I told you, I'm the best (laughs) at Harry Potter here. I'm like, no, I kept getting skipped. It wasn't fair. I knew more. So today is redemption for me as I Mm, beat you in the quiz Jake has come up with.
1: And my argument that night was the wizarding world loves me more. And so it gave me better luck.
0: Boom.
2: hello hello and welcome back to region unlocked my name's jake and my name's cameron and
0: we are recording again on the same day as we recorded last week it is august 22nd and 23rd 2021 we last left off talking about harry potter i would say i would normally start off asking jake how he's been doing but i don't think anything has changed or has it what has changed since i last spoke
2: well, you see, we are not doing a podcast today. We're doing a pod spell cast. Whoa. You've got me enchanted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this week, we are joined by the wonderful and beautiful Jason Hook again. Oh, no, it's Lindsay.
1: Oh, come on. That again. <laughs> Thanks for having I'm, me back. I'm sorry. I it's love you. It's good to know you think Jason's beautiful, though. I
0: was talking about you. You're the beautiful oh, one. Oh, thank
1: you. Sorry, Jason.
0: Jason, you're also (laughs) (laughs) good-looking. Welcome back, Lindsay.
1: Thank you. It's great to be back.
0: All right. So, I thought, being the gaming podcast that we are, we should talk a bit about the Harry Potter video games. So, I don't have a a lot that I have played, but uh, what about you, Jake?
2: I did play a few of them. Only one in any real detail. But, uh... I got enough of an education on the Harry Potter video games reading Game Informer growing up. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd say the first one that I played was uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on PlayStation, mm. um, which later got ported to GameCube and that uh, you know era, PlayStation yeah. and Xbox, but a lot of people didn't consider it to be the most wonderful uh, port anyway. I guess we don't have to go into that. But it was a very linear game. I remember playing it and just being like, oh, cool, this is Harry Potter. But it was just a kind of a typical linear platformer that, with a movie tie-in that didn't really do much for me. It didn't really spark an interest.
0: Yeah, this, this suffered from a lot of just the, the tie-in games. Nothing yes. of high quality. Now, hopefully that changes. There's supposed to be a game coming out here soon in the future that looks more of like an RPG or something. Where you yeah, like in design your world. Own, yeah, your own wizard. But anyway, uh, Lindsay, I think you have played a bit more of the games than we have.
1: Yes, I have. Um, I played the PC games, um, and this was this, you know, back in 2001, so not the highest quality graphic-wise. Um, but then we played the the one for Sorcerer's Stone, and then Chamber of Secrets is actually our favorite. Um, my brother and I played together. They were really fun. Um, they were definitely movie tie-ins. Like they had, you know, you fought the same bosses and had like cutscenes and things yeah. like that. But um, you got to explore Hogwarts, which was why we wanted to play it. Just get to run all over this cool Hogwarts video game. Mm-hmm. And you had to get um, certain numbers of birdie bots every flavored beans. So you'd collect those, and so they'd be hidden everywhere. And so you would look for little, you know, things to cast spells on, move objects, and find beans just hidden all over the castle. So that was really fun. You also collected the chocolate frog cards too. So when you got like certain levels of those, you would like unlock things. So I feel like it did expand on you know not just being a movie tie-in, but just was a fun puzzle-solving game as well. Like the levels were really cool. You learned different spells to do different things. It definitely felt like kind of a Zelda game with some of the dungeons you went through. Don't
0: compare it to <laughs> Zelda. It
1: felt like oh, okay, but definitely like the same type of puzzles to solve, um, and then. They did kind of just start to become more movie tie-ins. I think um, we th- felt frustrated with the third one. And I think we tried up through the fifth one. And then they just weren't the same anymore. Like, you couldn't explore the castle. You were really just kind of doing the same thing that you saw in the movie. I've just really never liked that type of video game. But, yeah, definitely *Sorcerer Stone and Chamber of Secrets on the PC were super fun.
0: Yeah. Nice. I- I'm pretty sure one weekend Jason and I rented the Chamber of Secrets on GameCube. And I think it was fun, but at the same time, we're like, I mean, it's a video game, and I was just thinking, there's so much crap that they've added to this that is not in the book, not in the movie, yeah. just like weird getting into places in the castle using spells that you shouldn't, but, you know, it is a game, <laughs> so I understand. Yeah. So that, that was pretty much it. But what really stands out to me, and I bet a lot of people, is the Lego Harry Potter games. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Lindsay and I, I bought this back when we were dating, I th- believe. Yeah. Back when I was student teaching and living at home, when she'd visit on the weekends. And we played through this. Uh, not th- I don't think we beat it. We, we got through Prisoner of Azkaban, Yeah. I believe. I l- loved that. I thought that was so cozy. Yeah, um, Just being on the, the couch basement and the fact that it just uses all the same music, had the licenses for that. It was great. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was pretty explorative of Hogwarts. Yeah. But then, you know, all the silliness of the Lego games. Yes.
1: Really, really <laughs> funny. Just lots of humor in the little cut scenes. Yeah, those are really fun. And it was cool to see the way they like incorporated the spells um, to build different things out of Legos. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I would played the Star Wars one, so it was very different from just, you know, using the Force to build something. I thought they were really creative with how you had to learn different spells as well.
2: Hmm. I remember seeing videos about it. Never played the Lego Harry Potter games, actually. They're
1: cute. They're definitely, definitely fun. Recommend yeah, it.
2: We should. It sounds fun. <laughs> we need
0: to definitely play through them, because I have them all on Switch.
1: Yeah, Because we they were on oh, sale nice. for like
0: $20, oh, bucks, nice, but I've nice. never opened it. I bought it like three years ago and never opened it, so... We should do that okay. sometime. We should. Yeah,
2: yeah, totally. It's like a fun can, group uh, activity.
0: You can come over and play it too.
2: <laughs> That's true. I need to just make it back to the States. We're All I got to do. <laughs> Some Someday, somehow. Um, yeah. Uh, the only Harry Potter game that I played in any length was, I believe, the Half-Blood Prince, which was a game that I loved so oh, yeah. much because it was the first time I played a non-linear Harry Potter game it's an open world game and it at the time the developers said it had the most complete and open and uh explorable version of hogwarts that they've made and that's what i would just do i would just run around looking around the entire castle because you could you weren't limited to like a quest or something like that that's cool and i i found it again and i tried to reload it on my new computer but the problem with it is that was the era where you got you just bought the cd and then you type in the like, ownership code. Yeah. <laughs> and my ownership code was already used oh, no. on some oh. old computer. And, like, I just can't... I couldn't play it again because of that. So... That's too bad. It, good memories, though. Maybe I'll find it to get at some point.
1: <laughs> now, but, not video game, but we did used to play the, um, oh gosh, what was those board games where you had, it like went with a DVD and you had clips.
0: Trivial Pursuit. Trivial
1: Pursuit. Um, no, you okay. yours was Seen It. Seen It, that's it, yes. We had Harry Potter Seen It, and that was so fun. It was only through the third one. Um, we never got the others, but I got to the point where my family would not play that with me because they could not beat me, and my brother would just have <laughs> tantrums, so he and I are both very competitive. Oh
0: my gosh. I played that with Lindsay once, back when we were dating, and... It was baloney because (laughs) I was doing great. And she only won because I kept getting like the skips, like where I was just, it was skipping me. And that was the only reason you won because I was doing awesome at that. And then you were bragging, oh, I told you I'm the best (laughs) at Harry Potter here. I'm like, no, I kept getting skipped. It wasn't fair. I knew more. So today is redemption for me as I beat Mm, you in the quiz Jake has come up with.
1: And my argument. That night was the wizarding world loves me more and so it gave me better luck. Boo. Right. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I took the, um, the Felix potion before we played. I had good luck and you didn't, so.
0: Well, the Felix Felicis yes. or something like yes,
1: that. Yes, correct. I took <laughs> that.
0: Nice. <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. So fun rem- memories. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it for the games, but Next, Lindsay and I wanted to uh, tell everyone a story about our trip three years ago now. Yeah. Where we went to London.
1: Yes, we did.
0: And in London, we got to go to the Harry Potter studios. And it was the coolest thing ever. It was as close to actually being in Hogwarts as can be.
1: Was you a little bit believed that magic was real that day? Well, you were there. It was so immersive.
2: Wow. I'm really excited to hear about this.
1: Yeah. They said you Again. had to book <laughs> your tickets so far in advance. And so we were going in June. And so it was February when I went to go book our tickets, thinking that's fine. No, they were all booked. And I was just devastated. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm going to be in England and can't go to the Harry Potter studios. Like, this is terrible. I was even thinking of like, can I change our flights, like, stay later, Um, until I kind of just played around on their website and realized there was a VIP pass that was ridiculously expensive. I was like, you know what, no, like, we're going to be there once in a lifetime, like, just have to do it, and so I was joking that, even though we had more of a Weasley budget, we got to (laughs) be Malfoys for the day with VIP passes, and Cameron, do you want to explain what that felt like, being the VIP Uh, guest?
0: It was so cool, and... Like in that moment when she's she said, "Oh, we can't get the real ones. Like we we just have to get the the VIP passes." I was just like, "Oh yeah, okay."
1: I also I then of, looked
0: up the price like <laughs> I didn't show it <laughs> later. Holy cow! It was I, insane because I think like normal entry was like sixty bucks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure our deluxe pass mm-hmm. was like five
1: hundred. Because it, it well in pounds, yeah. So it was like <laughs> it was like three hundred pounds. But yeah, it was.
0: Okay, not oh. quite. we didn't
1: spend a thousand dollars, but it was still yeah, like many hundreds of pounds were but spent.
0: I'd say it is absolutely worth it. Yes. it was it is very cool, so basically, what it entails is you get to go through the whole museum once with a guide and just a small group of other people on it, so there' there's a bunch you know all the general missions they're they're wandering around as well. But us and, like, five other people are walking through with a guide. And she would get, like, behind the displays and, like, bring us things to look at closely. Um, just, like, movie props that we would get to see real close. And, and touch, then, Yeah, touch we'd touch a some. a few of them. And she would just give us these extra details and story that no one else was getting. And you'd notice, like, some of the,
1: the Weasleys. The muggles.
0: Some of the, the poor people. <laughs> they'd, like... Wander near and like try to hear what she was saying, yes, but uh, they they were not getting that experience.
1: Well, and we got like walked through, so there's a massive line outside waiting. We got like walked through security with like special badges, like didn't have to you know go through all the normal security and Mm -hmm. stand in line like everybody else, and then like food and everything was included, so that was nice because you know, amusement park prices um so that made us feel a little bit better about how much we spent so we had like <laughs> full British dinner with like beer included and butter beer and butter beer included
0: <laughs> so they walk you through once and then they leave you at the end and the end is probably the the most emotional part yes where it is this giant room with the whole Model of Hogwarts that they use for like the fly throughs in the movie. Uh-huh. So it's sure it's a, it's a model, but it's still huge. Massive. It like it wouldn't fit in our garage. And oh no, it would
1: take up our block.
0: <laughs> it's, it's this big room that encircles this thing, and it's on a day night cycle where it just slowly the lights dim and you see all the windows and candles come on in Hogwarts. And then they slowly come off and the lights come back on. And the whole time it's playing this really emotional music that everyone can hear playing right now. And it was just so hard to leave that room knowing that this is the end. We're done. And then it's really cool as you finally, as you do decide to leave that room, it has like credits, end quote, where you walk through basically... Ollivanders with all these wand boxes and on every wand box is a name of someone who worked on the movies and it's a massive room so you can just wander around, see all these uh, names, you can find the actors with their names on it and it is really cool. So then, after all that is said and done, you get to go back again by yourself so you can take your time and take as long as you want and they say enjoy yourself, take all the video you want and because we want people to know how great this place is. And what's really cool is, I forgot to say, the first time you go through, you, ha- you come through with all of the normals, the poor people, and you go through <laughs> the great hall doors. <laughs> and uh-huh. they just ask for some kid, who- whose birthday is it? And they'll let that kid push the door open. But you can't get pictures. You don't have time. Like, it's a massive mob of people. But when you come back with the VIP pass... They bring you in to those doors, just you. So we get to take pictures in front of it and open those doors. And I love showing kids that picture, like on my slideshow, of, of about me at the beginning of the year. It's like, if yeah. you like Harry Potter, this is the actual Great Hall doors
1: yes.
0: from the movie. So we got to do that. It also included this green screen footage of us riding. <laughs> well, there's a few different ones. There's yeah. us, like, on the train, and the Dementor is sneaking up Yeah, on so we're supposed to,
1: like, act all scared because suddenly there's a Dementor in the window. <laughs> that was fun. And then we were on, we got to be on brooms, and so it was when Harry and the Order of Phoenix are flying through London, and so we got to be, like, on a broom ride through London, and, like, act like you're flying and, like, reacting to seeing things. That yeah, was cool. And that's
0: funny because it's clearly, like, Little kids, yeah. and
2: then there's giant me <laughs> on this broom, <laughs>
1: with
2: a big like, stupid smile.
1: Yeah, I look like little kids, so I fit it. <laughs> Y'all yeah,
2: are like little kids. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's okay.
1: <laughs> it was so cool, and we got to just walk through so many of the sets. So I said earlier, the fifth one's always been my favorite movie because of the sets, and we actually got to like walk. Around and see these massive Ministry of Magic sets. And it was cool hearing um, they have videos of all the actors coming back to this studio and like being interviewed um, for their memories. And there was a video of Deanna Radcliffe like saying that was his favorite movie to work on for my same reason like to just to be in all the cool sets so that felt really cool mm-hmm. to like hear him say that something I've always felt and I got to see like Hagrid's hut and oh the Weasley house was one of my favorites and just hearing like all the choices of why like the characters had certain coloring and like the Weasleys are all just very warm like oranges and browns um, seeing like how they designed Snape's outfit and that Alan Rickman actually had like tons of input into Snape's character and like the mm-hmm. way he looked and that was really cool so yeah you just you just felt like this whole place is this massive love letter just to the books the movies and just the people who all helped bring it to life
0: and fun fact about snape his robes are actually like a dark blue and his hair is tinted blue yeah in the movies because that shows up better than pure black on oh. camera.
1: Because he was in these dark dungeons all the time, and so he would just blend in. And so, yeah, it's actually blue. It was kind of cool to see in real life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're now the worst people to watch the movies with because we're like, mm, oh, we touched that. Oh, <laughs> we walked through that. <laughs> so we're a little unbearable. Yeah.
0: And it's cool. It's they, awesome. they give you reason to keep coming back because it kind of has, like, rotating themes. And uh-huh. while we were there, it was all themed after the Yule Ball and... Triwizard uh, Cup. The Triwizard Tournament in general. So... All their mannequins they have out are wearing, like, the outfits they wore from that movie. They had, like, some of the decorations that they had out for the Yule Ball.
1: You could go yeah. actually put your name into the Wizard Cup.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it spit a name out. Did,
1: yeah, it exploded and a name came out. It was pretty cool. Like, a staff member had to make that happen. It was cool, and <laughs> That's so yeah, neat. If you go back different seasons. They'll be featuring different movies. Um, they also do like I would love to go back and do Christmas there. They do Halloween there, um, where it's like pumpkins all over the Great Hall. Like, oh, why don't we live in England? Yeah,
0: you can. <laughs> I mean, you pay an exorbitant amount, but you can go for like a Halloween feast or Christmas feast yes. in the Great Hall, and then there's just like wow. a big party where then you all get to like walk through the museum afterwards and. It's it's unreal. Yeah, it is so stinking cool. And then, yeah, you go through that second time, and then it hits even harder when you get back into the Hogwarts room because, it's just like this is, I I'm not coming back after <laughs> this one, and that hit so hard. Yeah. But then you leave, and the gift shop is enormous. It, it looks basically like Ollivanders, and then just a <laughs> whole bunch of. Harry Potter stuff everywhere. And so we've got ourselves some wands while we were there. I know our lighting here is very dim, but we'll try to show you, Jake. No, you can't see that at all. But. (laughs) Oh, so. Yeah, I I can see it. (laughs) So mine, you probably can't see the detail on that. A little bit. I can see Um, a little bit, yeah. This is Sirius's wand, which is very cool. A lot of intricate, like little swirls going up the sides. um, And then, like, some kind of like some hieroglyphic looking things on the handle that you hold, which is oh, pretty okay. neat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, awesome. I like this a lot. And then Lindsay, you have one of the Weasley twins.
1: Yes, but first Jake, when he said this was serious as one, you didn't say, are you serious? I was waiting. I so was <laughs> waiting for that Jake one. So disappointed. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah, I, that's on me. I have the Weasley twins have always been my favorite. And this is Fred Weasley's one. It looks like a broom. So that's why I loved it. Um, and then, no, I'm sorry, this is George, isn't it?
0: I don't remember. I did. Nobody I wanted Fred's. Knows. <laughs> it, is, it
1: is George's. Um, I wanted Fred's because Fred is my favorite of the twins, um, which is sad that he's the one that dies. But I feel like most people feel that way because she always gave Fred the dialogue first. Like, Fred's always the first one to speak, and then George just kind of has a comment after. And oh. so it's, you know, even though they're they're both great, um, everyone just always loves yeah. Fred more. But, no, this is George's wine, because, you know, I wanted Fred's, um, I thought George had, had the cooler one. Mm-hmm. I love that um. it looks like a broom.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and that was awesome. an interesting fact, just in general. Because if you watch the first movie, everyone just has, like, a generic wand. Maybe even uh-huh. the first two, I don't know. Yeah. It, it wasn't until a little later that they decided that everyone's wand should match them a little more personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was a little ridiculous. Slughorn's, the handle looks like a slug. Yes. And it's like, oh, yeah, he that slug wand chose the <laughs> slug-named guy? How weird. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're really cool. Um, and, you know, I worked at Barnes Noble through college, so we would sell some of them. They were the same brand, but they would only have, like, the main three, you know, and even mm-hmm. sometimes not even have Hermione or Ron. It would just be Harry's and then, like, Voldemort. So it was so cool to see, like, all of the minor characters, like, whichever character you resonated with, you could find their wand at the studios.
0: And even more. They had them for all, like, nameless Death Eaters, too. Like, yeah. There was, was been... a lot of variety
2: of wands.
1: It was pretty wow. cool. Wow.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> And this oh, is all at the studio. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm ready to go back. Just talk about this. As soon as Kevin's I'm over. I'm ready
2: to go back, and I've never been there.
1: <laughs> Let's meet that Jake awesome. at, at the Harry Potter studios. Oh, that yeah.
2: would be, that'd yeah. be, that'd be unreal. Another friendcation. Go out and enjoy. <laughs> now, like, I mean, that's about I'm halfway, right? Yeah. More or less. Eh, ish. <laughs> Somewhere in the world. Um, so now i remember you um showing me videos of this place and i was completely mesmerized by everything especially the bar- the part with like opening the doors to the great uh the mm-hmm. great hall yeah. and that's I'm, I'm just like oh my gosh you're you're actually there uh, that's <laughs> what i was like inside but um was Diagon alley in there too it was yeah yeah
1: it was and i don't okay I, that is one thing i do think like the the actual theme parks, like, in the U.S. I think Japan universal. is... Universal, yeah. yeah. Japan's getting one as well, I believe, right? If oh, they, they already have ready. one. They yeah. already have one. Okay, yeah, I knew it was coming mm-hmm. at some point. Um, I do think that one is better, because it's bigger. I haven't been, but just seeing p- other people's pictures. Um, but looks massively crowded, though. I think that's the downside. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was yeah. a little smaller in the studio, but still really cool. Like, we got to walk down that street and see all of the buildings.
0: Yeah, but that was... So that oh. was what was disappointing was... It's just a set. It's basically a walkway with decorative houses around you or yeah. storefronts. But if you okay. go to the actual Universal, those are all actual stores you can go in. Yeah. Yeah. It also
1: was like pretty dimly lit in the studio. So none of my pictures that I posted to Facebook look very good. And I was really sad about that. Um, they just kind of kept it a little dark.
0: But yeah. Other okay. than that, um, one of the, I'd say one of the last cool things was just that there was a bunch of moving. Things on these sets instead of just us, like oh, look at that shirt they wore. Look at that cauldron. The cauldron would have a, it would be stirring magically. Yeah. Or we'd see uh-huh. the dishes being washed or a sweater being knitted in the Weasley house, and yeah, uh, that that interaction just made it pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we walked into the dark, uh, the Forbidden Forest, and a bunch of tarantulas descend from the ceiling, yeah. or acromantulas.
1: Yes. yeah it was cool it wasn't just you know just props laying around like it was it was all very active and immersive and yeah again you just just really felt just how loved everything was
2: that's so neat so they really went above and beyond to make it feel like you're in the movie not you're like you're in a museum but like
1: boom lighting is there
2: uh aura is there that's Mm -hmm. so neat it was great that's that's a place I want to visit sometime. Just yeah. every time you talk about it, it just seems
1: better. <laughs> I mean, and you know me, like, I, I love everything about England. And we went to so many, like, we got to see a Shakespeare play actually in The Glow. Like, so many of my favorite <sighs> other authors. <laughs> I know. But for me to say that still, like, Harry Potter Studios, like, I have to admit, it was my favorite part. And that's really hard for me to admit. It was all, And it also just means it was such a great trip.
2: Hmm. So, so amazing.
0: So to add to that, not just with harry potter studios we went to oxford college as well and as we're touring around the campus i'm just like oh i i know where we are yeah. like i recognize this hallway there is quite a few spots that they used oxford for for like exterior shots of hogwarts so uh-huh. like the whole little courtyard where malfoy is like sitting up in that tree in goblet of fire and yeah. where edward is like telling Harry
2: to uh,
1: <laughs> Cedric Diggory. <laughs> Cedric Diggory. <laughs> Cedric Diggory. Let's yeah. not get too into say, this. Wait a
2: second. I, I see what you did there. Yeah. Well, yeah where they where meet up.
1: Turn into a ferret. That's the best way to describe. Yes, that scene. Where,
0: he, where he becomes a ferret. Yeah. So there, and then a few of the hallways. Oh, the the stairs at the beginning of Sorcerer's Stone, where Harry meets Malfoy. Mm-hmm. Um, That stairs they all come up. That we walked up that and. That, that cool. was really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. I, I already knew quite a bit of it, so that's why we were in some of those buildings. But I didn't tell Cameron too much, because it was just really fun to watch Cameron like recognize where we were and see it from <laughs> the movies. Mm-hmm.
0: And the, <laughs> they literally have a near-identical Great Hall at Oxford, yeah. where it's, it's obvious that that's where she based the Great Hall off of. Okay. I think you said they probably used it for some scenes.
1: They did, yeah. They for just a few of them, and not in all the movies. But yeah, since they were already like there on location, it was just easy for them to actually film there. And it was bigger than the set too, so they could actually fit like more people mm-hmm. in there it um, is for wider great. shots.
0: Okay. But yeah, it was interesting because the Great Hall was like closed from eleven to one because students still have lunch there, and. Yeah, this is so weird. It, it
1: was crazy to see. Yeah, like, kids really like, exciting for their finals while we were there. It's like, how do you get to go to school in this amazing place? Like, you pretty much are going to Hogwarts. Just, I think, you know, a little less magic, a little more uh, difficult studying to do <laughs> at the, you know, most difficult university in the world.
2: Totally. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> Isn't that the most, like, number it's one hardest, university in the world now?
1: Yeah, hardest to get into.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. You got to see everything and be a part of it. Oh, I'm so jealous. But that's so and, cool to hear these stories and yeah, just kind of picture the details in your own minds. So
1: it was it was really fun. And not, awesome. not Harry Potter related, but we ended our day there by going to the pub where um, C.S. Lewis and J.R. Tolkien actually like hung out in real life. Um and it was really cool because it was all the mostly after the Hobbit, but it was themed after both of them. There was like Narnia quotes and lots and lots of Hobbit and Lord of the Rings quotes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But that was cool. We like you know could have sat on like the same bar stools where these two great literary legends that
2: that's true right there yeah oh my goodness
1: and we before COVID um, our plan we were going to go to Scotland and go to Edinburgh which Edinburgh is like again you feel like you're in the wizarding world there like you can tell yeah. that she lived there when she wrote it and a lot of the design of the movies is copied from like the architecture of Edinburgh mm-hmm. um and so you can do a whole Harry Potter walk and the graveyard where she got the idea for the f- the ending of the fourth one where Voldemort is resurrected like that graveyard is there it's actually featured in lots of other books and movies so that was our pre-covid plan and unfortunately the UK has been a mess and then we've been a mess again like nothing's really lined up where like both countries were safe to visit. Um mm-hmm. so once once covid is over, we're definitely going to go to Scotland and and get to do even more cool <laughs> Harry Potter traveling. you think this is
2: going to end?
0: <laughs> I will yes, be and You're
2: going to have amazing stories, you're going to take amazing <laughs> videos that you're going to show me. Yes. <laughs> we thought we were done, but other people
0: had other plans and uh it's not over. It's getting worse.
1: <laughs> but that's not what this podcast is about.
0: It's just no. Something that's happening the whole time we've been making this podcast but <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that is enough we've this has been a Cameron Lindsay episode and sorry Jake <laughs> no and it's, it's, okay. it's about to be more of a Cameron Lindsay episode as Jake has prepared the quiz for us this week.
1: Oh, so nervous.
0: I oh, yes. am also nervous because I feel like you f- have something to prove and are going to be too <laughs> intense about this. That, or
1: that'll make me mess up, too. I am not good at like <laughs> on-the-spot trivia, especially knowing someone else that I don't know is going to be listening to me. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. And if listeners remember, last time you were on was for Animal Crossing. Yes. And you should win. And basically, you defeated yourself. Or yes. You, you overextended yourself to where Jake just had to sit back and let you lose.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that will probably happen again.
0: Yeah, Jake won the Animal Crossing episode by
2: not really participating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that doesn't really seem fair now, does it? (laughs) Fantastic, let's make this an awesome game show of Harry Potter trivia all right so this was very difficult for me to make and i spent a long time uh, and many grueling hours trying to think of questions to stump because Ooh. i know both of you have intense harry potter knowledge especially Lindsay, i think um
1: <laughs> oh gosh don't put me on the side
2: <laughs> well uh i tried not to make it cruel and unusual but <laughs> right now i'm just gonna say i don't really know what the difficulty level is because frankly i just don't have anything to go off of Okay. Um, All right. But that's okay. I've got uh, a bunch of questions here, and I've also got some behind-the-scenes questions. Ooh. Of Most of them are my own devising, because I just figured it would make it easier or more fun. Uh, okay. Not easier. All right, so question number one. It is a warm-up question. Where did Ron and Harry crash the flying car on the way to Hogwarts in the second book?
1: That was the Whomping Willow.
2: The Whomping Willow. The Whomping Willow is correct. Nice job. That means you both get one point. Fantastic. Question number two. Bum, bum, bum. The Sorting Hat struggled to place Hermione Granger in a particular house. Which other house was she almost sorted into?
1: That was Ravenclaw.
2: I I was going to say Ravenclaw. All right. The answer is Ravenclaw. Very nice job. All right, so one point for both of you. Now, for a slight bonus, how many minutes did it take to contemplate which house to put her in? Ooh. Um, I'll say 20
0: minutes.
1: I will say five minutes.
2: Five minutes and 20 minutes. Unfortunately, those are not correct. The oh, correct answer was, was four.
0: Four? <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay.
2: four. You are closest. All right, so closest... How about closest gets a point? What do you say? Uh, all right. Because <laughs> I feel like that one is a little bit too specific. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, nice. That's a good start so far. Question number three. Let's move a little bit deeper into the books themselves. What color did Hermione turn the leaves of the Weasley's crabapple tree into for Harry's 17th birthday?
1: Ooh, I know it. Do you know it? I don't know it. Gold.
2: Cameron has no answer. Lindsay has gold. The correct answer is Gold. Nice job Lindsay. Nice. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Yes. It was all snitch Fantastic. Themed. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. No,
1: it was. His cake was snitch. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's interesting. All right. So, um number four. I've got an acronym for you. The OWL tests are taken by fifth year students at Hogwarts. What does the acronym OWL stand for? I'm sure you don't let me think Insert oh, now, uh now I can't think. Waiting music
0: it's it's an obvious answer
2: is it though Uh,
1: i don't it's actually not super obvious i had to think a minute pretty certain i know it though
0: yeah i don't remember all right lindsay what do do you think it is
1: um i believe it is ordinary wizard level
0: that's what i was gonna say is that right (laughs) that is correct All right, yeah, I that didn't, is I didn't have the, I should have just guessed it. I had. I didn't have the
2: confidence. Ooh,
1: you would have scored oh. T for troll on your owls.
2: <laughs> Oof! Oh, now it's getting awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's. Uh, yep, that's it. Ordinary wizarding level.
1: I got right. E for exceptional.
2: Well done, <laughs> thank you. So, question number five, multiple choice: Mad Eye Moody gets impersonated by which of the following people in book number four? A. Voldemort. B, Peter Pettigrew, C, Barty Crouch, Jr., or D, Sirius Black?
0: Barty Crouch, Jr.
1: Yes, that is also my answer.
0: (laughs) That one didn't need to be multiple choice.
2: (laughs) So you both got it correct, then. It is Barty Crouch, Jr. Let me add one point to both of your scores. Very nice. So far, this is looking pretty good. Fun little (laughs) quote, (laughs) Kieran. You both said it almost at the same time with a great (laughs) emphasis right there. All right. Number six. Which of these creatures is the Patronus of Luna Lovegood? Is it A, a rabbit, B, a hare, C, a salmon, or D, a unicorn? Let me ask, what's the difference between a rabbit and a hare? Well, um, one of my students actually here in Japan asked me that same question. I think a rabbit is big and, or no, a rabbit is small and a hare is bigger. I disagree. I think they're the same thing. No, they're different species.
1: <laughs> they are, um, it's, it actually, it it's actually a British thing because um, they have so many rabbits. So yeah, Oh, well, then I'm going to say rabbit. it's a hare. Yeah, it, it is a hare.
2: It's a hare? The correct answer is a hair. Nice job. You both get um, one point hairs, for
1: that. Actually, in mythology, two hairs are associated with like wisdom. Um, anytime there's like a hair around in like a British like fairy tale, um, someone's being clever um, or like that, that person was wise. So that's why she had the hair as her patroness, because she's in Ravenclaw. Ooh.
2: Very interesting. Didn't know that. That's cool. Another little uh, anecdote here. Uh, C was a salmon, because when the actress who played Luna Lovegood took the test, she got a salmon.
1: <laughs> there are some cool wimpy animals. I wonder if they like are out of the quiz now that it's new. But people were getting mad. They were getting like mice and like moles, things like that. And people are pretty upset. Like you, you don't want that to yeah, be. Your don't
2: put that in. Patronus. There. Like, yeah. how
1: is that going to scare a Dementor away?
2: Everyone wants like a dragon <laughs> or an epic something. You know, right?
1: Yeah. My original um, was a dolphin. I thought that was cool.
2: Yeah, oh, that is interesting. All right, so question number seven. This is also a multiple-choice question, so think hard and long about it. The Triwizard Tournament contestants fought against four dragons during the first task. Which dragon type did Harry fight against? We have A, the Hungarian Horntail, B, the Common Welsh Green, C, the Swedish Short Snout, or D, the Chinese Fireball. Say it together.
1: A. A. Yep.
2: Sorry. Missed your timing there. <laughs> a. Chinese fireball? No, i just yes. joking. <laughs> Hungarian horntail. tail. Very nice.
1: I'm sad you didn't, Um, I'm assuming you just watched that movie, but you didn't say it the way that actor said it because he had a really funny inflection for all of the dragons. And he got really excited oh. about the Chinese fire. He was like, ooh, the Chinese fireball.
2: <laughs> and it was just a really no. funny
1: part of the movie for me.
2: That is funny. <laughs> I just remembered it after you just said it right there.
1: Cameron is um, going to insert the clip of that right here.
2: Oh. <laughs> I now i got to, like, find a certain clip from a movie? <laughs> More work to do. No. All right. Here All
0: it right. is.
2: The Chinese fireball. Mm. <laughs> wow. That was epic. I should have said it like that. You should All have. Right. So, next question. Multiple choice. Harry shares one of the following magical talents with Lord Voldemort. Maybe you should stop the the multiple choice. (laughs) We can just tell you the answer.
1: Yes, it's parcel tongue.
2: Correct. (laughs) Oh, well, okay. Parcel mouth. (laughs) Same Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. He speaks
1: parcel tongue. That is a a phrase used in the book. It will not be corrected on that.
2: Fantastic. All right. So let's get it into a little more complex times, shall we? All right. That way we can do some more critical thinking. Um, (laughs) Let's start with the first uh, critical thinking question. There are three unforgivable curses that will land their Castro one way ticket to Azkaban. What are their names?
1: Ooh. All right. There's about well, a cadaver. Hey, oh. Let how me think. Was this format? Okay. I,
2: I got.
0: He said You were going to th- get that one. I was going to get that one. I'm trying to think of what the third one is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boom, 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 boom. this is- this little song doesn't have a theme to it it's just <laughs> a weird little thing that I'm singing I, so
0: man I'm being you right now where I'm on
1: the spot. like I'm
0: sure I would know it but I'm only I can only get a vatica and crucio what's the third one
1: the imperious curse
2: that is correct <laughs> imperious crucio Im- and cadáver Yep. Hmm. Okay.
1: Cruciatus curse, Imperius curse, Vatican. What's Conatra. Imperius do? That is controlling people.
2: And Crucio is just torture? Yes. Okay. Yes. Control, torture, and instant death. Yep. So, right there. Bingo. That would be one point for Lindsay. All right. Fantabulous. So, let's move on to the next one. I'm going to start some behind the scenes questions here. Mm. Um, so, Number 14. Robertus Talus. Oh, Talis. oh no, not number 14. I got the um, uh, the numbers wrong. Sorry. But the answer's no. 14. <laughs> next one. No, next one. Robertus Talus is the name of the mysterious wizard on the back of the first edition book. Who did the artist base this character on?
1: Oh, that's a fun a, question. A, yeah. himself.
2: Oh. B, his father. C, his son, or D, who he thought Harry Potter was. I'm going to say B, his father.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with his son.
2: All right, the correct answer was B, his father.
1: Well done. <laughs> Time to
2: catch up. Here we go. <laughs> nice <laughs> that job. That's a fun
1: little fact, Jake. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, it's uh, interesting, isn't it? And it yeah. actually it looks just like a picture of his father. It's kind of funny that's cool Um, but that character never appears in any of the harry potter books just on the back of the first edition (laughs) cool all right so next question right here what's the most expensive piece of harry potter memorabilia sold to date a a copy of beetle the bard handwritten by j.k rowling b the original cover illustration for harry potter and the philosopher's stone C. The chair J.K. Rowling sat in while writing the first two books. Or D. The glasses worn by Daniel Radcliffe during filming of all, all eight movies. Those are some good options.
1: That was really good. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, man, I'm really torn between some of those. What was the second option again?
2: Second option, the original cover illustration for Harry Potter and the okay. Philosopher's Stone.
1: I'm going to go with the handwritten Beetle the Bard.
2: I'm going to say Daniel Radcliffe's glasses. Okay. The correct answer is copy of Beetle the Bard. Mm, (laughs) Ooh, nice.
1: Well, so my logic was that... I'm sure she sat in a bunch of different chairs because she read a lot of the first two books either on a train or in the cafe that you can go to. I think uh-huh. Elephant House is what it's called. And then um, we know this from listening to videos Potterless. and Potterless oh. We're listening to videos actually on the studio tour of how often Dylan Raccoon went through glasses. He broke lots of the glasses. Well, I know
0: he broke the wands a lot. I guess he didn't. Yeah, he also they the went glasses. through they went
1: through many glasses too. Yeah, he was I guess
0: that's a good point. Goofing around. Uh-huh. So that's yeah,
1: I kind of logic my way through that one.
0: Yeah, it's and I was really
1: torn between the illustration in the book
2: you're a good test
0: taker (laughs) gotta logic out those bad answers
1: yep
2: gotta think about that (laughs) gotta make those tests too right that's Um, right so the copy of beetle the bard um the original one sold for 1,950,000 pounds which is almost uh, 4 million US dollars
0: woo um
2: believe it or not the chair that I disagree with that number well the exchange rate
0: isn't 1 to 4
2: at the time it was a little bit different it was oh. a little while ago okay so because the really chair that the jk <laughs> yeah the, J, the chair that jk Rowling sat in actually was auctioned away for a significant amount of money because she actually wrote all over it um oh, that's cool. like this is oh, okay. the chair i sat in um but the glasses sold for the least amount about twenty thousand us dollars or one of the mm-hmm. pairs did okay cool. so good question yeah
1: yeah that's good yeah
2: thank you all right next one slight detour into the world of props uh there is a supposed portrait of gandalf the gray in hogwarts which area is that located in is it a dumbledore's office b the grand staircase c the great hall or d the leaky cauldron
1: Ooh, I'm really torn between two of those options. Um,
2: (laughs) I'm
0: going to say Leaky Cauldron suits him better, so that's where he is.
1: I'm going to go with the Grand Staircase. I feel like they were trying to really wow us with the moving pictures.
2: All right. The correct answer is Dumbledore's Office. Um, The other one I was
1: torn with, because he would just look like one of the headmasters. Now, is this actually
0: Ian McKellen in the picture, like moving?
2: Uh, no, it's a traditional piece of artwork. Okay.
1: That's yeah, a really that good question, be. Jake.
2: Thank you. Interesting fact, though Ian McKellen, I believe, did turn down the role for Dumbledore. He um, did. At one point. And huh. yeah, there's a picture of Gandalf on the wall where previous headmasters were, which I think is awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Probably would have done a better job than Gambin.
1: Yeah, it was pretty rough. Very <laughs> yeah. clear he had never, ever read the books. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: But he's right, good in so, his own way. But, yeah, moving
2: on. <laughs> All right, we're uh, going down to the wire here. So, number 13, I believe. During the film series, Present Events, which of these characters' costumes never changed? So that means their costume was the same. Is it Severus Snape, Remus Lupin, Lucius Malfoy, or Peter Pettigrew?
1: Um, oh, this is really good. A couple of these. I'm I'm gonna go Snape.
0: Dang it, it's Snape. Yeah, I was gonna. I almost brought that up earlier, in when we were talking about <laughs> him. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, just seeing it, seeing it in person. I was thinking. I think the one where you see it the most close up is um, the sixth one where he and Harry encounter each other outside Dumbledore's office. Because when he's like in like full sunlight, you don't really see Snape like out in the <laughs> sun very much. So I was trying to think. I'm like, yeah, that looked like the one we saw. So I'm gonna say it was the same. Just watch V1, it be long, Jake hasn't revealed it yet. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you're both right. It is Snape. His uh, outfit was the same. That was
1: really good.
2: It's not changed. All right. So there's that. Now we are towards the end here. I've got two more for you. These are the big ones. These are the choice ones where you have to list how many you think you can name and then actually follow up on that. All right. So I was trying to think of some obscure details that you could maybe list that might get your mind thinking. Uh, the first one I will go with is there are seven first year core classes at Hogwarts plus a bonus one, which will count. How many can you name? And I'm talking first year here. First okay. year exclusive. How many do you think you can name and how many can you follow up on? Lindsay, would you like to go first?
1: Yes. Okay. Hold on. Is there are seven. Yeah, I got to have a minute to think about it.
2: Or I should say seven classes that are, I guess, officially named.
1: Okay. All right, I'm going to go with. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the
2: bidding thing.
1: Oh, I see. Okay.
2: How
0: many can you name?
1: Okay, I can name six.
0: All right, I'm going to say seven. (laughs) Whoa. All right, this is going to get interesting. So I guess I have to name them, which probably won't go well. Let's say potions.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh,
0: Transfiguration.
2: Yes. Charms. Oh. Hold on just a sec. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm checking these off. Sorry. Yep. So potions, Transfiguration, and Charms, you said. Okay. De- uh, Defense of, Against the Dark Arts. Okay.
0: Herbology. Okay. P.E. P.E.? <laughs> the Broom Flying Class.
2: Okay.
1: I feel like he has to say the name. Oh, come to on. Count. It has a name.
0: Welcome to your first day of flying lessons. That's what she says. Something like that. All right. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> acceptable. That's acceptable. <laughs> okay, give me a second. That's six. One Mississippi. Oh. oh shut up. Give me a second to think. Um, Do you
1: want to repeat what you've said so far?
0: Yeah, I've said potions, yep. charms. Defense Against the Dark Arts, Herbology, Transfiguration,
2: and Flying Class. And you said one more, didn't you? No. No,
1: that's what he said oh, so far.
2: you're right. That's, oh wow, I miscounted my own self.
0: <laughs> I, I have one in mind, but I don't, I don't think it is a class until third year. Okay. Um, okay, I'll just go ahead and say it, um, but I think it's wrong. Care for Magical Creatures.
2: Care for magical creatures is not. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. the third
1: one. So, what's yeah. the last yes. one? Um, You said all the ones I could think of, too. I said six. So, those are all the ones that I could say.
2: Well, I'm glad Okay. They're... Well, so, yeah. hold on. Pl- then well, if, you I, if you don't know it. If you don't. Wait, you said this is a bonus? Oh, no, I said plus a bonus. <laughs> oh, plus, plus a bonus. A bonus. Okay. Yes, so give there were me... a total of eight. So, I said seven.
0: G- plus give me a bonus. one more moment. Since Lindsay doesn't know it. Just the history of magic?
1: Oh, yes. It is history of magic. Good yes, job. yes. Good job. Yes!
2: All right. <laughs> nice job, Cameron. Norman's
1: very excited. Good so,
2: Norman. what's the bonus? Uh the bonus was flying, actually. Oh, well uh, then, the- astronomy.
0: Astronomy.
1: Astronomy.
2: Okay, the oh, cool. other class. Nice, very good. So, that is 1 point for you, Cameron.
1: Just yes. yeah, well done.
2: Fantastic. All right. <laughs> and I've got another one. This is another big one. Are you ready? Ready. ready. Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to pop my knuckles here. There are at least 19 shops and service buildings in Diagon Alley with definite names. How many can you name? Diagon Alley. <laughs> Diagon Alley. Talking about right. Diagon Alley only. Yeah. Not Nocturn <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who wants to do the bidding? We got to bid one on, more Come on think, now, come on. We get
0: to see who bids first.
1: Yes, I'm gonna think of how many I can think of first um, when I bid.
2: I'm gonna say five.
1: All right, five. Yep. All right, I'm. I'm also gonna go five.
0: It's not how it works. You got to go higher.
1: Got to go higher. Oh, well, I don't know if I know a six one. I'm sure you do. Um. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm spacing on the name of one of them.
0: All I have to do is say six, <laughs> and then I have to decide from there
1: alright I guess I'll say six
0: go on name them
1: <laughs> okay alright well we've got the Leaky Cauldron yes we've got Ollivanders
2: uh yes
1: we've got Flourish and Blots the bookstore yes um got Gringotts the bank bingo okay um we've got Fortescue's ice cream owned by Florian Fortescue Bingo. Um, oh, and then I'm gonna go with um, Weasley's Wizarding Wheezes. Dang it. For six.
2: Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Nice well job. I
1: was well. I was just thinking early books. I was like, wait a second. We know of one that comes later. Yeah. Yes. I was trying to think <laughs> of um, the place where they go to get their wardrobe, and I know it's like Madam something. I could yeah, not, I knew. I, knew I could not think of her name. Yeah. Dude, do you have it, Jake?
2: Madam
0: Malkins' robes for Malkin's. all occasions.
1: Thank you. That was gonna eat away at my brain. I was
0: trying to push you too far to where you couldn't name, because I c- I <laughs> couldn't have. I was only thinking of like three.
1: Yeah, so. I knew you probably couldn't remember the bookstore. I was thinking on that one. Mm. <laughs> Thanking Gringotts.
2: <laughs> so what what's the full list, Jake? Uh, the full list right here is the Leaky Cauldron, the Daily Prophet, Dark Arts Establishments, Ilop's Owl Emporium. I was trying
1: to think of that one too. Mm.
2: Flor the Florian Fortescue. Fortescue's Ice Cream Parlor, uh, Flourish and Blots, Gamble and Japes, Gringotts, Madame Malkins, Madame Primpernells, Magical Menagerie, Obscurus Books, Ollivanders, Pottages Cauldron Shop, Quality Quidditch, Quality Quidditch Supplies, ah. Scribulus, uh, Terra Tours, and Teddings, Weasley's Wizarding Wheezes, and Wiz Hard Books.
1: Think the only one I was aware of that I was trying to think of was ILOPS Alemphorium, where he got Hedwig from Hagrid. <laughs> spacing on that one.
2: That's some good Alrighty. questions.
1: Yeah, well done, Jake. Well, thank
2: you. I, I appreciate that. A lot All of right, time good, and effort went into it.
1: Good quiz, Master.
2: Thanks. I'll uh, have to keep that in mind for future quizzes.
1: <laughs> Alright, what's
2: the final score? <laughs> the final score is nine for Cameron and fourteen for Lindsay. <laughs> Nice job. Very I've nice job, hus- both of you. Ha-
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a uh, very good uh, quiz. I mean, you both got good scores, so nice yeah. knowledge of Harry I Potter. Think I did well enough, yeah. considering yeah.
1: some respectable knowledge. You have knowledge. A much better
2: book knowledge than I do. Yes. <laughs> you did hold your own, Cameron, yeah. and that's awesome.
1: And I was really drawn yeah. no a number questions because we did trivia at Books and Brews once. And like so many of the questions were like, how many numbers, like how many numbers of staircases, things like that. I cannot oh. remember. Numbers.
2: Yeah, those, those yeah. are baloney questions. Yeah, that's yeah, not just book college. Like, that's, that's cruel and unusual. How many yeah. buttons did so and so have in like scene five? No. Yeah. That's. <laughs> but you don't want to do like, oh, what's Harry's last name? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no. I wanted to.
1: You had a good mix of, yeah, some yes, like, easy confidence builders at the beginning but they got. Pretty challenging and i learned some things with the behind the scenes that was yeah. cool yeah well
2: Love good um, thank you i'm glad that you both were able to take this quiz and showcase your own awesome knowledge and i redeem really, myself uh,
1: from the animal crossing episode yes. well done. <laughs> feels good
2: definitely <laughs> i can promise you i would not have done this well i might not have even gotten four points on this own <laughs> quiz so mm. all right well thank you jake thank you Lindsay.
0: thank you to our wonderful listeners this has been a really fun series of two episodes talking about Harry Potter and wow. It's crazy just yeah. trying to think about a world without this, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been a such a big world part. This. Yeah, such a big part of our lives from nineteen ninety seven. Sure, I guess, you know, it, it kinda died off after the last movie came out, but the fandom is still strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, yep. Uh, take or leave J.K. Rowling at the moment, but I mean, what the books are are still wonderful works of art, and we mm-hmm. will love the books
2: for what they are. And Absolutely, just the awesome universe that has been created. Yeah, totally. I can assure you, right here in Japan, Harry Potter is alive and well. It is very popular over here.
1: Good, um, that's so cool. Oh, actually, yeah. I meant to ask you: Have you heard of the Owl Cafe in Tokyo? Is that still around?
2: Oh yes, there are owl cafes here.
1: Yeah, because I was um, a lot of people wanted to have owls as pets after Harry Mm -hmm. Potter. It was a big issue, and it's really difficult too in the United States. Um, And then, yeah, a lot of animal rights activists were upset at all the ones popping up in Japan because it was pretty linked to Harry Potter. (laughs) Why people wanted to go meet owls, but you know, owls aren't domesticated, so it's not super great for them. But I'm not gonna lie; like, I would want to go to one. They're so (laughs) cool in Tokyo. Yeah, like owls are amazing.
2: They're cool. Actually, you go to owl owl cafes. Yes, I have.
1: Cool. They're
2: fun. They let you pet and sometimes even hold the smaller owls. Uh, ah,
1: that's amazing.
2: Yes. Um, and that sometimes cool. they'll even like hop up on your arm or finger if you just hold your arm out. Um,
1: oh, my gosh. But that's yeah, so cool.
2: The scene is almost reminiscent of that tower with all the owls in it, except there's no poop everywhere. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> That's good. It's
2: clean. But, yeah, good. you can just sit and chow on a snack and hang with owls. Wow. The bigger ones, they don't let you touch those because, well, they got very big. Talons yeah. Do the owls have large talons <laughs> We both went there I love it <laughs> Do they have what? <laughs> anyway Whole nother discussion
0: Alright so this is great Again thank you guys Let's go ahead and get out of here So my name's Cameron And I'm Jake
1: And I'm their guest Lindsay Thanks for having me
0: You are welcome And all <laughs> of you have a great Wonderful wizarding week
2: Goodbye, you wizards and witches.